This is exactly right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray, and I will take the brain microchip if it means never forgetting a person's name again. Hashtag too many brunettes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel that one a little bit too hard. Uh, (laughs) uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and go tease. For when you want everyone to know that you take fashion cues from the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and I am paying a handsome amount each month for the cloud to house 879,653,284 different versions of the same photo of my dogs. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Is that the actual number, Tess? Uh, no, but uh, I know I just kind of typed random numbers, but it it feels like it's close. Feels right. It's close because (laughs) we talked about it the other day. But like they're so good at becoming puzzle pieces. Yeah, they they are so good at finding different nooks and crannies. And every time it happens, I have to take a picture of it. Of totally. course. No, yeah, you have to. And yeah. I'll, I'll also, like, I'll take a bunch of pictures of Jackie. And, and then even in that set of photos, I'm like, well, these four are perfect. Uh, <laughs> and they're up, they're the exact same picture, but why would I delete them? I have a finite no. amount of photos of my dog. I will <laughs> yeah. have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I have this, it's similar to the vibe of when I, like, when I'm laying down and one of the cats gets on me and is cuddling. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I can't. This oh no! It. You no. can't like move. it's like this will obviously never happen again. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. here for <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is the day. This is what the day is now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's a great excuse to not do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have any announcement? You know, we should announce our Patreon. We haven't, yeah. we haven't talked about that for a second. We um we have a really great Patreon, everybody. We deliver, okay? If Honey, we've got- call us Domino's, track us, we're delivering. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, we do bonus episodes every month. We do ad-free episodes. You can get those for both five bucks a month. If you do ten bucks a month, we do actually a weekly extra segment called Beef of the Week where we talk about what's bugging us that week yeah. or just random other shit. Um, I've got one this week, just as a little teaser for the listener, uh, about a man named The Dutchman. 
So patreon.com slash lady to lady if you want to find out more about that because I'll never mention it on the main feed. (laughs) This is where the stuff we don't want on the main feed hides. So if you want that, 10 bucks a month, not that much to hear our our deepest, darkest secrets. Um, And then we have other options, 20 bucks a month. You can have a Discord chat with us and all the other stuff we already mentioned. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash lady to lady. We really do, you know, put out a lot of extra fun stuff on there for we put out we yeah. pay. Well, there's one lady thing to say lady. about ourselves. We put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on over, say hi. It's a great community. We love it over there. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also follow uh, on our website. We have all of our tour dates and everything coming up, coming out. Uh, whatever we're doing shows all over the place. At the end of this month is the next picture. This in Los Angeles, which is March 25th, um, last Saturday of the month. And we also live stream that. Uh, so if you are interested in watching it and you can't make it to LA. It's available online. Ooh, um, hell yeah. Yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go do all that stuff, uh, you know, while you're listening to this wonderful episode. Mm-hmm. This was a blast. I, so fun. I love this gal so much. Um, I am very proud to call her a new friend. Every time you make a new friend, like, as you get older, it's just like, I did it. I still, I can still it's truly do it. a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing. She's uh, an insanely talented fashion designer, hard worker, completely self-made, badass lady. Um, enjoy our conversation with Haley Solar. Nailed Ooh, it. Oh, your finger. Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> we, I, mean, I wish. <laughs> Wait, what? Ha- you have a broken finger and you did the clap in with us. Girl, you did oh, not no. need to do that. <laughs> Gotta do what it takes. <laughs> like Your commitment is what we're looking for here at Lady to Lady. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's. This is our, our yeah, guest. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> We've broken her in the first 15 seconds of the podcast. <laughs> what Haley happened? Solar. Is this, oh Haley Solar, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Love you all. <laughs> What's going on with your finger? What happened? Oh, well, I thought it wasn't enough to break my toe, that I would yeah. also break my finger literally 20 minutes after getting off the phone call with my doctor about my broken toe. I slammed my finger in a car door. Oh, the worst. It was probably one of the worst. I mean, it was, it was, it was really painful. I don't want to compare to other people's pain, but it was pretty insane. (laughs) I had to unlock the door to open (gasps) it and get it out. If that gives you any indignation. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, Those nerve ending ones are like something special. It yeah. really like just sends like yeah. a shockwave of pain to your brain. A hundred percent. And I was just talking to Tess about my broken toe and you helped me find a doctor, which I'm going to go see. I'm just waiting on the paperwork. Oh, She's so great. That- <laughs> so I'm At least if you're both going to break your toes, you can share resources. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it all goes full circle back to lady to lady. The whole conversation about seeing a doctor started with Tess. <laughs> it's wild when you do something like that, like the fingers in the door, especially because you're like, I've been on this planet so many years mm-hmm. and this is this thing I do all the time. And how did this time did I do this? What the 100%. hell happened? 100%. Yeah. I mean, I think part <laughs> yeah. of the the shock for me wasn't even about the pain and the swelling and the scariness of it was more 
that what is happening with me mentally that I did that? And then I'm like self-torturing, being like, well, did I not eat enough? Am I being a mess? What about my other fingers? Am I just going to leave them in places everywhere I go? <laughs> little bread, little breadcrumbs leading back to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You're like a one-stop shop for like mafia hits, <laughs> just dropping little pieces all over the place. I literally made a rush appointment with my therapist because I just was like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to walk in front of traffic. I'm afraid to trip and fall. Like everything is danger now. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you do notice the mind body connection is a little off kilter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. She recommended some uh, meditation, which of course I've been really great at. <laughs> they always recommend oh, yeah. meditation. I, I mean, know. And is anyone actually great at it? Yeah, if I meditated as often as I was recommended meditation, I mean, I don't know, would I even be sitting here? (laughs) Like, I'd be hovering. (laughs) It's so easy to reject that idea of sitting still. Mm -hmm. She's just five minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I try for 30 seconds and I'm out. I'm like, I got stuff to do. I got fingers to trap in places. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I still have all 10 of my digits. Thank you very much. Like, I don't think I need a full five minutes yet. (laughs) We just, um, me and my boyfriend just went to Big Sur and like, it was kind of a random trip that he just had a few days off work and we were like, oh, we should go somewhere. So we picked there because he hadn't been there in a while and... It was it was one of those trips where like we were having fun, but it wasn't. We, we both were kind of like, uh, like not all. It was kind of that moment where you're like, all right, when are we gonna call it? You know, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, which important is like so important in a trip. partner. You know, you need to have that bucket thing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like we got there and like I don't think I realized it's like in the middle of the woods or you know it's like on the oh, yeah. coast, but also in the woods. And our TV or our place didn't have a TV, and we were like, oh, <laughs> so we we're just like sitting there with, with each other and no wi-fi and we were like okay like, <laughs> a little too present yeah yeah and i was like i wasn't prepared for like a needing to connect with nature or myself vacation Get to <laughs> so know we yourself. Like, let's go home we, just, we came home early you came oh home my, oh my god <laughs> well also everything was shut down it was like completely off season literally you couldn't get to the beaches or anything because oh, of all wow. the rain too yeah, yeah, yeah. so we were kind of like everywhere we tried to go was like close and we're like all right <laughs> this is a That's... sign it was still nice i mean it's beautiful but um of course anyway yeah. it just made me think of like meditation where i was like i was not prepared to like sit in silence at all. <laughs> yeah you went out on your time yeah, I was like, I wanted hotel TV. That's what I was, that's the kind of meditation I was looking for. It is its own kind of meditation. <laughs> yeah, I would like to, like, I've tried to do morning pages before, but, like, honestly, my hand just gets tired at a certain point. Yeah. Like, I just can't write, physically handwrite that much anymore. I wrote, like, I wrote my boyfriend, like, a um, a Valentine's Day card the other day, and it was long. And at the end, I was like, my hand hurts. Fuck yeah. this. I'm done. <laughs> It just turns into like a scrawl. Exactly. End. I was just like, it just looks like a like it just looks like a schizophrenic has written this for you. By the end, I was just like drawing <laughs> pentagrams all over it. Just I can't. Fuck this. I love you. Whatever. <laughs> My hand hurts. <laughs> Haley, so you're a fashion designer and you mm-hmm. own how many store, boutiques do you own? Two. Uh, I two boutiques, and then I wholesale cool. to about a hundred other boutiques. And I'm wearing one of my Haley shirts. Oh, yes, you are. yeah. That's awesome. I was going to say, are you planning any finger fashion? Are we going to see any capes or anything? For the- oh. <laughs> a tiny uh, finger cape is not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Mostly right now, I've been um, 
doing wonderful things with saran wrap, like before one showers, um, <laughs> right. bandaging, yes. wrapping, Chic. a lot of that. Yeah. Um, felting so that it doesn't bang on things and, and <laughs> vibrate. So a lot of that. But no, it's it's super fun having um, deadlines uh, in, in the fashion <laughs> business when your pointer <laughs> finger is the swollen the size of your thumb. Uh. <laughs> but I, I, I did get good news from, I had to see a surgeon who didn't oh want God. me to have surgery. And he said that he wants me to use my fingers. So it's okay to be sewing because there was a, a mild good. freak out on that. So we do a lot I'm of sure that's like, yeah, that really makes you be like, oh God, this is very valuable. To yeah. <laughs> and I think too, like uh, the realizing, I'm sure we all like need to do this in our lives, how much I actually do in a day when I'm not able to do it and how yes. much I don't mm-hmm. let anyone help me at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got Great. it. So mm-hmm. being able to ask for help and not feel like an idiot or feel guilty or really looking at stuff saying like, why do I do this? Like, I don't need to interview everyone. I don't need to run all these errands. I can let people do some stuff. It's yeah. Kind yeah. of good. You know. And it is that thing like of a forced pause. A forced pause. Yeah. Maybe totally. that's why you injured your finger because you're after going my to toe. Because that one yeah. was, if I didn't get the point the first time. Yeah. 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 It's the universe just telling you, ask for help, girl. Yeah. It's like the universe being like, we're, we're coming in for an eye next. So yeah. you better take a yeah. breath. Oh, God. Exactly. Just be careful with a finger out in the world. Because I remember when I got my, um, the first time I ever got fake nails put on, um, was for prom my senior year and I broke off three of them playing ultimate frisbee and I also gashed the side of my face so Ooh. I have a tiny I have a tiny cut in all of my prom photos right here from your you own can't nail. Really see from my own nails so just you have a little you got a little extra on that finger so be careful <laughs> right a little power there yeah a little extra going on on that pointer so just watch it <laughs> well um i i my sister is going to kill me for sharing this with anyone but one of the things the doctor told me is that you have to move your fingers when you have an injury otherwise they'll lock up and mm-hmm. it reminded me that my sister who's like just totally not crazier than i am um in all the best ways though she's lovely she uh kind of hurt her thumb um mm-hmm. you know just typing on the computer and so she stopped moving it so it locked up for a year oh like shit. thumbs up she had a- <laughs> oh man forced yeah. positivity <laughs> exactly. that is so i mean awful wow. but so funny <laughs> She had to go to physical therapy to get it down, but she was just walking around with the thumbs up to everyone, like on the street, t- saying, hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that in the car when someone cuts you off, you're just like, oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Wow. That's oh my, my go-to b- above flipping people off in the car anyways. Like, yeah, good yeah, job. I think that's a good Okay. Yeah, I like to. G- I'll just give them a tiny round of applause from time to time. <laughs> if they're like there long enough, I'll just be like, "Congratulations! Yes, you've done it." <laughs> yeah, I do like a big smile. Someone did that to me once, yeah. and I was like, "Whoa!" So now, whenever <laughs> I am like feeling road rage, I just huge like smile, like hey. Yeah. And take it however you want it. Take it as fuck you. Take it as everything's okay. Like, take it as have a nice day, whatever. But it really throws people. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you guys see? I mean, sorry, this is dark, but this is the world we live in. There was like a guy in LA getting out and attacking people with a pipe. Oh, yeah. in a Tesla, right? In a Tesla. Yes, a and Tesla, it, he had like yeah. a gray Tesla. And it was, and was like just... in Glendale, like not that far yeah. from us. No, it was like, and it was like multiple people. There was yeah. video of him. One person, he like, he driven a guy off the side of the road, like on the mm-hmm. freeway, and got out and tried to hit him with a pipe. And another guy who'd seen that started following the guy. And so on his dash cam, you see the guy get out of his Tesla and come back to the car and hit it with a pipe. And I'm like, what the fuck is like, what world are we in? It's, it's crazy. That's why I don't go above a smile and a thumb. Yeah. It's yeah. that's smart. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, it's, it's, yeah. It was like a spree of like 10 of them in like a, like a month or two. And then it's, it stopped as far as I know. I don't know if he's been caught, but I think, I think they, 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 he, they, oh, they did. Him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad they got the pipe, man. <laughs> Well, anyway, I, just chill stuff happening. I had the opposite of that happen a few months ago. There was a guy on foot trying to hit Teslas with a pipe. No oh, kidding. No. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And he was, yeah. he, he, I would go out and just say, hey, man. And he'd just go, oh, okay. And he would stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Hey, I thought you were going to say, I have the opposite happen. Someone left me a lovely note and some flowers and thanked me for <laughs> yeah. this is LA. That's the- <laughs> my parking no. job. Right now, yeah. my day, third day. <laughs> no, someone taking it out on the Teslas. I like it. <laughs> they are everywhere. My neighborhood is rife, rife with them. Yeah, yeah um, for real. <laughs> Haley, yeah. tell us about your life. <laughs> Yeah. I want to oh, know, life? yeah, like, you know, how you got into what you do and all that stuff. Yeah, um, you're like, a, for, for those that don't know, you're like a freaking badass, awesome designer. Like, I adore you, all of the stuff that you make. Like, you've built, you're, you're a completely self-built brand. Like, you're amazing. And um, oh. how can we be like you? Oh, stop. I started sewing when I was five years old. So this has been something that like has been with me forever. I didn't do it because I was obsessed with sewing. It was just that there was this toy in my house and I wanted to play with it. And it kind of became an obsession. So it's always been something I've wanted to do. Um, and I've, you know, played around with different businesses and have had not much success in any of them. <laughs> and about um, seven years ago, I decided I wanted to get out of the wholesale world, which is basically designing and selling to other retailers. Um, I spent so much time in post offices and trade shows. I just was mm. not really loving my life. So I took a little bit of time off and inspired literally by Vanderpump Rules, I decided to get a job waitressing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought those guys are having so much fun and I'm having no fun. Can I go do this? And actually get paid and have some cash in my pocket at the end of the day versus just constantly like struggling. So I got mm. a job um, as a server at a restaurant in uh, Studio City and I worked there for a year. And during that time, I just wanted to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and think about what I loved. And what I loved was being with, didn't just love designing, but I also loved the customer interaction and being around people. And I really loved being a server. I loved getting to know what people needed and connecting with them. And um, so I did a lot of brainstorming and um, borrowed $1,000 from a friend of mine and paid him back with 20% interest and um, begged someone to give me a lease without having to do a hard credit pull <laughs> and <laughs> opened a store. I worked every single day um, until five and then ran to my waitressing job and closed there. 
And I did that until I was able to build it up to a bigger space and then open up another location eventually and um, sort of build back in my my own collection and, um, you know, work with, I work with the downtown factory. We do, all of our fabrics are all upcycled. Um, so there's very minimal amount of financial input per style because I don't have to buy 2,000 yards of something mm, and make sure right. to sell so many of it. And um, ship it back and forth across, you know, continents in order to get it made. Um, everything is made in small batches, very fair trade and ethical. So we sell that in our stores and then to other retailers. Wow. So like you, I mean, I feel like we have a lot of listeners who find themselves sort of like at the position you were where you like decided to get the waitressing job. Like how did you make that jump? Like what would you say to that person who's sort of like in that position in their lives? I mean, I think there there were two things that were happening. Um, I was in a relationship with someone who was very well connected in the Hollywood world and was, you know, living in a beautiful house in the Hollywood Hills and hanging out a bun- around a bunch of, you know, quote unquote celebs and connected people. And um, with that came a lot of ego. And I wanted to, to really um, project a certain thing, but it wasn't my life. It was his life that he had built. And for me... Um, I left that relationship. It was not a good relationship for many reasons. And um, to really, I, I had this privilege of being able to see how not important that stuff is. And what is important is making sure that I can feed and take care of myself. And that um, there's so much more pride in being able to take home a paycheck and work hard than there is in knowing the right person or going to the greatest party or living in the biggest house. And mm-hmm. for me, that I needed that shock to my ego of being able to just sling lasagna and put on an apron and get in touch with who I am as a human. Um, and uh, that that decision didn't just come from me needing to challenge those that sort of LA world that I got into, but also just you know the basic things that cause a depression, which is not feeling in control of your life, not being able to move forward not being able to pay your bills. Um, All of that stuff for me was solved by just getting up and getting to work. And it doesn't matter what kind of work, just have fun, do it. And like, don't be ashamed. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like I'm uh, like started working part-time again at the job I had before the pandemic. And, you know, it's kind of tough because you're like, Oh, like I feel like I'm going backwards or something. But I also think that, yeah, the, Obviously, I'm making a paycheck, but it's also just like it is. It's humbling and it's like I enjoy it. Like I like being around people. I like being out there. And when you are kind of making your own schedule, it's like important to give yourself, you know, to have shit to do and to have people to be uh-huh. like interacting with. And um, so I really admire that, like that you just kind of were like, fuck it. I I need to like put this into my life. Thank you. Awesome. And I do think inadvertently it was a test for the world on instead of me wanting to be friends with everyone for me it was like this thing where now I get to let the world decide for me who's worth having in my life because it's only people who don't care what I do for a living um, that -hmm. are worth keeping around who love me for me and um, I try to treat people that same way so I needed that in return and I hadn't really um, demanded that of the world and I think the best example of this I always try to tell this to like my young employees who you know get a little like wrapped up in the LA world is there was um, a friend of mine who's a really huge producer and uh, 
I only knew her through my ex and I only knew her at like, you know, our house up in the hills and celeb parties, et cetera, et cetera. And she walked in and sat in my section at Vitello's in Studio City. And of course, no one knew who she was because she's a producer. She's not, you know, a big, a big celeb, yeah. but uh, she's, she's an awesome badass. And I started shaking and I was so embarrassed, like, oh God, I need to go up to this woman and read her the specials. The last time I saw her was a very different situation. And right. I was like, oh, and I walk up and I said, hey, how are you? And she stood up and she gave me the biggest hug. And she's like, I'm so happy to see you. And she tried to, she said, oh, you work here now. I, I mean, I love this place. Like the food is, is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and we ended up getting together for drinks and we've been friends ever since. And that was someone that um, inadvertently passed this test that I didn't know that I needed to give people, which was like, are you, are you a rad human? Do you not give a shit what, yeah. what I have or what I do? So. I yeah, think, totally. like, also that sense of just being so true to yourself, I think that's what I, like, love so much about being in your store and about your clothes. Like, you have such a unique point of view. Your clothes are just so, like, fun and whimsical and, like, girly. And, like, I don't know, like, you, you're, there's, you have a very specific vibe and a brand. And, like, how did you sort of articulate that for yourself? And how are you able to sort of express your story, like, through this kind of, like, brand that you've created? Well, I think I, um, that's such a good question, Tess. Thanks. I, I think that <laughs> ultimately I really try to think when, when I design my collection, I'm trying to design for stuff that isn't out there. And so much fashion is, uh, really managed by the patriarchy. Let's just be honest. Um, mm-hmm. women's fashion, A, isn't valued, um, by society. It's considered frivolous. Um, but it's also, uh, mostly invested in by men. So, um, I, as a buyer for a store, um, been in this business for for so long. I've worked for big retailers, small retailers. It's either matronly or it's overtly sexual. And I um, don't really design like that for my customers. I try to think about what women want to wear on a daily basis and thinking outside of um, what people think they want. And what people think they want is to look 10 pounds thinner and to be in all black if they have curves. Um, mm-hmm. That's not really the truth. Women want to have fun with their clothes. They want to wear color. They want to feel good and they want to be able to be comfortable in something that they're wearing. And so I really try to design around um, that, that you should open your closet and see pieces from me and and smile because it's a silly print or it's a fun color or it just makes you feel good. And you're not going to get rid of it next season because it shouldn't go out of style. Yeah, that's, I mean, I am so not in the fashion world at all, so <laughs> my whatever, but um, I something I've never like you know I've always just had favorite pieces that I wore probably too much you know but <laughs> yeah the idea of like not wearing something again or it going out of season or out of style I'm like no it's not it, when you have a limited closet you're like that's not my option <laughs> no it's like oh if it looks good it looks good if I love it yeah <laughs> like if I have a dress that I love I'm gonna be wearing that for years you know and that's yeah I, I feel like so many of your pieces um are I've heard of serotonin dressing lately where people would just wear like, yeah, the bright colors and just things that like really make them happy. And I feel like, yeah, that's kind of like what you feel when you walk into your stores that, you know. Oh, you're just educating me on new fashion terms because I didn't, I haven't even heard of that. But I guess that, yeah, I guess inadvertently (laughs) I'm doing that. Um, I mean, I think that one of like the, uh, the unique things about what I do that is to my detriment is that I do a lot of the sewing myself. Um, like a really good amount of it. It's, and so, and it's not just because, um, 
it's important to me to, for people to understand that, um, sewing is really, really hard work and it should really be valued and it's skilled labor. You can't just have anybody uh, know how to make a dress. Um, so, uh, when we buy things so cheaply, it's, there's a huge environmental impact as well as, um, Mm -hmm. a humanitarian impact that is, is pretty devastating. So for me being involved in that process is super important, but also very selfishly, um, something that I learned in therapy was that um, as a kid, in order to sort of cope with um, how I grew up, which wasn't terrible, but, you know, we all have our stuff growing up. um, Of course. I I sewed. And so during the hardest times of my life, um, getting behind a sewing machine and learning how to manipulate fabric gave me not only a sense of control and peace, but um, enabled me to literally sew myself a living and take care of myself um, financially and physically and emotionally. So that's all kind of thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, I think like the the like the retention of like a craft or a skill is like not to be understated of just like I can if I can always do this, I can always work. Like it's 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 a really empowering thing I think to be like this is a thing that I can all that I can do and I'm fucking good at it and I can always apply it. It just it gives you like a nice little level of freedom. Absolutely. And safety, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and like to your point yeah. about like the you know the difference between like pieces like that and fast fashion, I think like that's something that I learned as I got older. Is like you're there's so yeah. you're so much better off having like nice pieces that you can wear over and over again that are gonna last you forever mm-hmm. than fast fashion pieces that are yeah just gonna go into a landfill. You're gonna you're gonna end up spending just as much money on those like less expensive pieces because they don't last as long. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And, well, and all those businesses put their clothes, like, they throw away so much clothes because they're supposed to turn them around so much. So, like, not only are they getting thrown away by people who wear them because they don't last, but they also, like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. The, the destruction I mean, that they mm-hmm. do. I think if there's one main thing that I could tell people how to be a little bit more sustainable, um, it's just to look at product that's made in the U.S. The amount of times that product is shipped back and forth overseas to be made, if you really think about the expense on the environment and the actual cost of that, um, mm-hmm. that's coming, but that they do that because of the differences in labor costs. So you're mm-hmm. really hitting a lot of issues as far as um, living mm-hmm. wages uh, and humanitarian rights and environmental rights. So just just that, and you're you're going to pay more because it costs more to make product here. And we've really done a doozy on shrinking um, our garment industry um, down to yeah. almost nothing. So you know, keep those people in work and and keep things off of off of ships and planes going across the globe for no reason. Um, and try to buy U.S. made. You know, it's good. Yeah, I mean, totally. it, it. I. I took a class at your store a few weeks ago where um, one of your assistants like showed me how to make a little tote bag and just how many steps went into just making a simple tote bag. And to be fair, I have not sewed anything since home ec, but I was, I was like very impressed by how, by how, what it took to make that. And then also horrified at the idea that like you could buy that for $5 if it was made over seas right and like I was tote just, bags especially we're all like what that's yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and just for that and i was like that, that this is a relatively simple piece and then looking at other things that you get at these places for like you know just just as cheap and you're like oh my god this was this took a person like an hour or hours to make and uh-huh. this is how little their work was valued and, I <laughs> and think it's physical labor <laughs> it's physical labor and it's skilled it's labor and I think yeah. that you you fell into my evil trap there, Brandy, because <laughs> the, uh, 
the entire reason why I started offering sewing classes, which I started offering mm -hmm. many, many years ago, but with COVID, we had to shut them down for a little while, was because someone, I would hear occasionally people come into my store and say $128 for a dress, that's, why is it so expensive? And mm -hmm. I would get so frustrated and I was like, instead of getting frustrated with how people are perceiving uh, the cost of my physical labor and the importance of it, um, why don't I just show people how hard it is to sew by offering these classes? And not only do I get this uh, little income stream, but I can change people's mind one at a time and really show them why this, this work is hard and should be valued more. Well, you did exactly that. Um, Yay, I've also gotten that. several compliments on the bag, uh, which, which is really fun. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I gotta take one of these. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back, everybody. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. I'm Haley. <laughs> Great job. Crushed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. <laughs> We're going to ask you some random questions. And you know what that means. Time for a theme song. Hey, Blinken's my dad. Really? Yeah. That's so random. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I didn't make it up. Oh, my God. I can't. It's just like, I mean, that's <laughs> so Random. So random. So freaking random. It really honestly is. So freaking random. That's so, so random. random. What you're telling me right now is so random. I can't even. That's a random. random. My God. Random. Okay, if you can't tell what the name of the segment <laughs> is, it's that's a random. <laughs> 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 I love it. All right, Haley, which person in your life is most likely to be a secret time traveler? Ooh. My dad. <laughs> your your face reacted to me. This is beautiful. My dad. Your dad? <laughs> yes. I swear he was not born in 1950. He was born in 1850. Like he's old. He's been an old man since he was five years old. He's seen all every oh, yeah. war. Every war. He wasn't just in the navy. Like he says he was <laughs> in the navy, but he talks about planes and battles and ships mm. as though he's seen all of them. My dad. <laughs> does he like? Does, it, does he like uh, World War Two documentaries? Oh uh, yeah. Never, never been awake for one of them. Only slept through all of them. But seems to <laughs> is he no. like building ships kind of guy? Is he built? Is he? He actually built airplanes for a long time, um, oh, and cool. flew them. And uh, yeah, that just constantly taking me to air shows and 
shipyards. Yeah. yeah, all <laughs> kinds of stuff that uh, 13-year-old girls really are interested in doing on their weekends. <laughs> Especially ones who are like, I really want to sew. Can you get me yeah. the family? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to make a dress. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I love that. Oh my what gosh. <laughs> is the biggest risk you have ever taken? Opening my Silver Lake store was a mm. huge risk. I opened that store uh, during the. Um, it was right after the the like all shut down, and on the outdoor dining was shut down. Restaurants weren't open during that time. Um, a friend of mine said, hey, are you interested? Um, it's next to the Muddy Paw Coffee Shop over there, which is next to my Eagle Rock store. And I said, of course, I'm not interested. That is actually insane. And he said, it's insane. It's insane. And he said, go talk to the landlord. And I and I did. And, um, and there were two spaces for lease. And I looked at it and said, this is a stupid idea. I'll take both. <laughs> and, I'll, <laughs> and I'll knock the wall down and make it nice and big. And, and it was... Um, I didn't have any signs. I didn't have any cool dreams of anyone telling me I should do it. I didn't even tell anyone about it because it was insane. Um, but I got an incredible price for obvious reasons that I'm, I'm locked into. And that store has been a godsend. It's, it's been so wonderful. And, but man, the opening day, the very first person who walked in was a man having a mental health crisis who started yelling at me like he was going to kill me. So I shut the door. And oh my God! Went Jeez. into the fitting room and started crying and like, oh. what have I, what have I done? Like this was so stupid. Um, but it, you know, we pushed through and now it's it's been wonderful. So, wow, wow, fuck yeah! How <laughs> long between when you opened and when you realized it was gonna like it was a good idea? Um, I would say about a month. It oh, was nice. yeah, it was pretty quick. I mean, I think. What happened, and it's still true, you know, we all know this world is fucking crazy. Um, yeah. And fashion is a reflection of what's going on in the world. So business is way up and down all the time. Mm -hmm. And to be able to have a store that is um, on Sunset Boulevard in Silver Lake, you get so much foot traffic from tourists. So when Eagle Rock, which is a neighborhood store, lots of locals, when they're not shopping, right. Silver Lake is and vice versa. So mm. um, I very quickly saw that pattern where I'm, you know, pacing the floor in Eagle Rock going, oh, my God, is this my last day in business? And then I hear ding, ding, ding coming from Silver Lake and I can sleep that night. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's such a. Yeah. I mean, I really admire that because I feel like, you know, the only thing I know about business is from Shark Tank. <laughs> and, you know, they're always like, oh, be careful about going brick and mortar. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I just know it must be insanely difficult. Um, and I've lived, I mean, I've lived in Silver Lake for 15 years. So I've, like, seen, you know, it change so much. And, um, I mean, even the area right next to your store, it's like, they're, I don't know, what what are they building there? Do you know? Oh. It's probably going to be other stores. They're, uh, Who knows? Uh, you know, they're, they're those... Um, those ruiners that come to town in every good place and they just demolish oh. everything and kick out all the tenants and redo, I think it's 18 storefronts that they're redoing. And the price oh, of them is about eight times what I'm paying, um, oh, which my I don't want to give away because they're not supposed to say what it is, but it is so yeah. unbelievable that the only way anyone can make it in those spaces is if it's like yeah. a corporation that just can write it off as marketing. Like, oh look, we're in Of course, yeah. So yeah, yeah um, that's what yeah. I'm Awful. seeing is great. You know, it's like, it's it's like 
when I first moved in, there were smaller stores, and now it's like Shake Shack, and you know what I mean? It's only big companies can afford mm-hmm. to. Anyway, this is aside the point, but I just, you know, it's a, I really admire, like, because I've seen the, I feel like your store is so like still in the right vibe and like you know very yeah. welcoming and it's not like i feel like some stores you, w- you walk by and you know it's like the kind of you're like scared to go in because yeah. you're like is this, i'm there's like one t-shirt hanging up or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you for being a clothing store with actual clothing inside of it yeah, uh, yeah thank, thank you, thank you. I, try, I try to keep it that vibe well, I, think, yeah. I think also just like i want to i don't ever want to go into a store where i feel like that i want my stores to feel like you're i have couches in both my stores because i want it to feel like you're walking into my apartment like let's be honest you're not walking into my house this is LA no one can afford a house but um (laughs) but yeah I want you to be able to feel like you can come in and just sit and chill so you know hopefully luckily I have very good landlords in both locations who are not into those big guys and they want to um keep us nice and safe because there's there's really no landlord or or tenant protection for commercial so to find a couple of good people I got really 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 lucky Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I also really love that, like, so for those that don't live in LA, Muddy Paws, like, this very cute, like, little coffee shop that's extremely dog friendly. And I really love that you were next to both of the locations because yeah. it's like a really perfect pairing, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it's really funny when people come from the coffee shop uh, that is filled with dogs and dog parks and dog things um, yeah. and coffee. And they walk yeah. into my store and say, Oh, I didn't know Muddy Paw had a boutique next door. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, it's a different business. It's very hard for people to understand that because we're connected on both spots. So it's always a funny conversation. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Haley, what's the sneakiest thing you ever did as a child? Oh, this is a good one. Um, so <laughs> my stepfather, not my time traveling uh, biological father, uh, <laughs> is probably one of the... Um, the like most OCD people I've ever met in my life. Like he can see everything. Um, any, any book is out of place. He knows. So, mm. uh, one day I was riding my skateboard in the house, which you're not supposed to do. And yeah, it as went, you do. Yeah. Yeah. And it went right through the drywall and made a huge hole, like trucks and all. And I was like, Oh mm. crap. So I went to the garage. I got some tape. I got some spackle. I got some sandpaper and some paint and I covered that hole up. But of course it didn't look exactly the way that it, it would have, and he would have instantly noticed the minute he came home because he's a spy like that. So mm-hmm. I looked at that whole wall, which was about 10 feet wide, and I moved the grandfather's clock, the Monet art print, uh, the family portraits all over five inches to the left and to cover the hole <laughs> on the bottom. And he never found out until we wow. moved out of that house and someone moved that <laughs> grandfather's clock. And he immediately <laughs> saw it. <laughs> that is amazing That's super impressive wow oh my gosh i love that <laughs> that's like a parent trap level of deception yeah really. i can't honestly i can't believe i got away with it yes thank you <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's amazing <laughs> oh my gosh okay um which monster movie would you have the easiest time or which movie monster would you have the easiest time beating in a fight? Shit, that's a hard one. I don't even. I'm. A, I don't like scary movies, so I'm afraid of monsters, like completely. Like, I would. I know. Would, I think you got like the basics. You know, like yeah, there's like, like Elmo. Um, oh, I guess Elmo, he's a monster. I, I guess Elmo's a monster. <laughs> I, honestly, this is like. <laughs> I would lose to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think you could beat Elmo? 
I don't believe that. I, I bet you. I, I, would, I would be so sad. I'd be like, come here. Kid. Yeah, I don't and think anybody wants to off. beat Elma. <laughs> No, it's Tess, not Tess, which one Tess do you want to beat to up? It's which one could you beat up? And, you know. <laughs> I mean, Tess. honestly, I'd run from all of them. I think about Chucky and I'm just out the door. Like, I know I could, in theory, kick them all. I, I'd be like, no, they, they'd they all take me down. Every single one of them. Mm, that's good well, to know. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, here, here's here's a thought. If you're ever in a situation, you could sew some blackout curtains and then mm-hmm. try to keep a vampire at bay until the sun comes up oh. and then expose them. Yeah, you could sew your way out of it. You could maybe. sew your yeah. way out of it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think I think or of like, my, myself as more of like a like a grounded fighter. Like if you're a human, hmm. I could. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take you down. But monster, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 no. I'm. I can't. I can't. I'm in a ball. I can't watch a, a scary movie commercial. Like I have to, I oh, freak wow. out and I have to turn okay. the TV off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I get it. I'm not a huge horror movie fan either. I like spooky <laughs> stuff, but not scary. Yeah. yeah. Chucky ruined my childhood in a oh, big way. Oh, same. So. And Pet Cemetery. <laughs> awful. Awful movie. Oh, I, see, I, that was one no. where like I never even saw it, but just knowing it was out there scared me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I take it back. I take it all back. Freddy mm. Krueger. I got better scissor skills. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, there okay. we go. <laughs> Perfect answer. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, everybody, we're gonna take another quick break. We'll be back. Everybody, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Haley. Yay, Haley. Um, we're gonna give some advice. How do you feel about that? I feel like you're gonna be great at this. Mm-hmm. No I'm pressure. So excited. As long as it's unsolicited. <laughs> well, it's solicited. But, but solicited. In in a good way. People know what they're getting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you want advice, why don't you give us a phone call? Our phone number is 3236 but 30. And no, we're not going to spell it out. You've got to figure that out. And then um, you can email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady problems. Lady. Lady problems. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Hi, ladies. Um, I heard you needed lady problems on this latest episode, so I've got a real stupid one for you. Um, <clears throat> so I'm getting married. I'm planning it. Uh, it's very non-traditional. Um, we're walking ourselves up the aisle to get hitched. We're doing the whole hand fasting, tying the knot, etc. I have planned literally everything, which that's okay because I like to plan literally everything. But I've gotten to the point where it's like, okay, who wants to make a speech at the wedding? Okay, who wants to wear a corsage or a boutonniere at the wedding? Should I? I feel like I planned this whole thing for me and my fiancé, which is who it's all about. And now I'm to the point where I should maybe ask people if they want to be included in wearing certain things. And I feel like if they wanted to, 
they would reach out? I don't know. It's dumb. It's a stupid problem. But help me solve it. Should I spend additional money on unnecessary things, or should I save my money and not worry about it? I probably just answered this myself, but feel free to, you know, tell me what to do. I appreciate it, and I love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> I, I see Haley has a lot of thoughts already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, I planned uh, my wedding with my husband, um, and I learned so much. I got this one. Um, first of all, <laughs> um, I love the acknowledgement of I'm feeling resentful that I'm planning everything, except it, I enjoy it. So therefore, that those two kind of cancel each other out. So uh, also just add, add a little on to that of no one knows how to help you when you're a very capable person, which we were talking about earlier. So mm-hmm, yes, you yep. do need to ask for help. And mm-hmm. uh, if you are feeling like you want to be in a lot of control and, and uh, really want to plan things to be exactly perfectly, uh, you can still do that and ask someone to come in and fill that position for you. So you can say, hey, I would love uh, a ring bearer, but I want uh, it to I want you to wear this outfit and perform this duty. Is that something that you can do and lay out the parameters and let and uh, just approach people because no one is going to. Uh, come forward, not only because uh, they feel you, that you have it and you would have asked, but also because people just have busy lives. And when you plan a wedding, it feels like uh, it's the center of the universe, but it's just the center of your universe. Everyone else has their own little things going on. Totally. Yeah, yeah I feel like, so she's asking specifically like about planning, I guess the, those details of speeches and like you said, ring, like Who's in the? I don't know. She, I'm guessing she would have already planned like who's in her wedding party, but um, I don't know. Yeah, so it's those specific things she's asking about, which I I guess I hadn't really considered that. But I guess I feel like yeah, you need to ask people, right? Because like I would yeah. never be yeah. like, can I? I would never be like, can I make a speech at your wedding? Like I would no. definitely have to be asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. people aren't gonna assume that you want that unless you ask no. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and also you there's if if that was the case, you would there are. You would only get asked by people that you don't like giving speeches at your wedding. Right. <laughs> it happened to me. And I had to say, oh, yes, no. yes, 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 yes. It was, uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Did you say no? <laughs> um, I said yes. I felt browbeat into it and it was very awkward. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, be glad no one's asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because exactly. you're right. I do think that happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean email, girl. Is- Send an email and just say, hey, these yes. are the things I yes. need. I would be honored if any of you want to do it. Like all of you, I would love to give a speech because you might ask someone who's super shy and doesn't want to give a speech. So ask five people, expect four people to be honored and want to do it and ask one people to say, I'd love to, but I'm terrified. No, thank you. And be honest about how much you have like available to like deal with that project if it's like hey, I have a reading that I want to pick out for you to read. I want I, I want you to kind of right. run with the ball. Whatever mm-hmm. your level of involvement you want to be, just articulate that. People are going to be happy to help. They'll be more yeah. than happy to help. Totally. Oh, yeah, totally. I think, I think figure out, yeah, it, what are your parameters? Like, I think if you feel like stuff is extra and you don't want to pay for it, then don't. You know, I, I have seen a lot of times where people didn't, 
didn't buy the boutonnieres, stuff like that. And they were totally yeah. fine with it. They were like, I didn't miss it. That was an extra 300 bucks I didn't need to spend, you know? Yeah. So I think if your instinct is towards some of that stuff where you're like, I'm not going to miss it, then I think go with that. Yeah. Obviously, for speeches and stuff, that's different because that's not something you're like buying. Um, and But if there is something specific you want people to wear, you know, just put that in the email too. Be like, you know, this is what I was thinking. Obviously, if anyone's... It, you need to decide if you want if that's flexible or not. So you can say... If people have issues, let me know. Or you can be like, this is what people are wearing. If you're in, let me know. know? Also, you can trade gifts for services, which I did. I literally said Mm. in lieu of a wedding gift, um, friend of mine, would you please pick up 250 chairs and drive them to the desert since you have a pickup truck? And he was like, gladly. And I wouldn't accept a gift. That was the wedding gift. And that was something he was able to do. It was awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Really oh, like yeah. I mean, friends, I, I, there's no way I could have done my wedding without, like, friends helping out with services and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely, like, make yeah. use of your, you know, network of people and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And if you decide, like, you know, once photos are taken, you're like, ah, I wish there were boutonnieres, there's always Photoshop, baby. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> exactly. You can do a lot. <laughs> you can do a lot with Photoshop posts. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I think um, maybe I'm in, I'm in some Facebook group for brides and stuff, even though I'm haven't gotten married. But they, if you join one of these groups where there's a lot of, you know, people talking about their weddings, I've seen a few threads before where people have said like, "What did you wish you hadn't done?" You know, and mm-hmm. what what do you regret? And I think it's kind of good to take note of those things. And a lot of times, like I said, it is like those extra things that you didn't really need to pay money for that people are like, oh, I could have done without that. So maybe kind of, you know, gather that info a little bit and see like what your gut tells you as far as like what you wanting to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Babs, is that uh, something borrowed, something new? Yes, yes. That is. It's a great group. It's so good. Join that. It's a Facebook group. Yeah, something borrowed, something new. And um, I think it's international, isn't it? Useful. Yeah. Or not international, all across America. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge group. So yeah, join that that group. Yeah, I borrowed Mm -hmm. stuff, or I bought, I'm not borrowed, I I bought stuff and then just sold it back through the group the next day. It was awesome. Yeah. Actually, those, that Facebook group, I had, um, I got like a couple free things, like that box that you have people put cards in. Someone was like giving away that for free. I got, um, I think my cake stand for free off there. And then I gave it back away on the group. So like definitely join those groups because people are getting rid of stuff that you might not have to pay full price for. And literally any question you have, someone has already asked. So you can just search like a keyword Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, okay, here's all the people, you know, who have thoughts on this. So yeah, Yeah, you got this. It's going to be great. We're excited for you. Send us pics. Yeah. Yeah. Send us pics. or no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do one more. Hi, ladies. Uh, I have a lady problem. And that is, I would really like to move to Los Angeles. Currently, I live, I'll just say somewhere in the Pacific Northwest region. And I feel like I don't really have a solid friend group in here anymore. The weather is really depressing me. Uh, the dating pool is the absolute worst of the worst. Um, so I'm wondering uh, if LA would fix any of my problems or make them worse. So let me know if that's the case. I feel like I have a lot of friends there now and kind of always wanted to live there in the past like decade or so I've always thought about it 
So, yeah, just let me know if um, that would be the right direction or the wrong direction. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the answer to your question is yes. I think it's important that I, I'm glad that you do have friends that live here. I mean, I think, yeah, that helps with that, the friend part of it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a great place to live. Even moving here under the best circumstances, the first year or two are going to be brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it just, it's what LA does. When you move here, it will. What is like brutal about you. living here at first? Oh, just. I, on, I didn't have that experience, so I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people say oh. that, but I didn't. I, I lucked out, I think. Oh, I mean, just like being, uh, well, I mean, I also, well, it's probably easier now because like I moved here, didn't have a, like, was just lost all the time. Like it took a while to like get my job stuff figured Mm. out, just learning the layout of the city. Um, just it, it does feel like a very lonely place. I think if you aren't pegged into a community pretty quickly, it's like Mm -hmm. hard to actually, it can be very hard to make friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and also it's like. Uh, your car gets towed so much <laughs> or, stolen. <laughs> or yeah, stolen or stolen or broken into yeah uh, that yeah. will it's happen like, at some point parking yeah, tickets yeah. that's just a tax yes. that you gotta add on that parking ticket yeah. situation yes. yeah I think it's just learning the rhythm of the city just takes a minute and like that very much felt like you know the first couple of years I was here I was like god damn okay <laughs> I thought I knew yeah, how cities were. I, th- I think that that's a lot of it- that's what I I feel like a lot of people say. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a huge fucking place. Yeah, and huge. it's hard yeah. to feel, hard to like kind of join it as one of the, you know, many, many people here who are all like have very much have their own thing going on and their own priorities. Um, so it is really important, I think, to ground yourself with a community as soon as you get here. I mean, th- for me, that was just jumping into like comedy immediately and trying to take classes and stuff. So it's good that you do have friends and you can kind of like use that getting here. I think, you know, it's very different than when like the time when like me and Brandy mm-hmm. moved here because rent has gone up an insane amount. It's yeah. so expensive. It's expensive to live everywhere now, but you know, LA is obviously like bigger. So I, it's hard to like speak to that part. Cause like I sublet from a friend and then I, you know, I don't yeah. know how that's going these days. Um, I would say if you have friends looking for, you know, roommates or if they'll let you, be there for a minute, you know, um, I would do that while you kind of get the lay of the land and find a place you'd like to live. Because I do think a lot of people move to LA and like kind of move into like shit, you know, somewhere where it's or like a shitty not, neighborhood. Like, and then they're like, yeah, I hate LA. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, name like, check anywhere, but I think we all know where I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 We all have a, a specific part of the map. Yeah. Several it's like you're in Hollywood, but you're North of it. And yeah. But there's just it can really it can really change how you see the city, right? Truly, where you live is so important. So I think getting Mm -hmm. a like not locking yourself into too permanent of a place if you can do a smaller amount of time where you first live, you you know, and then while you maybe figure it out, and obviously you'll probably move a few times. I think that can be really helpful where you find a place that you feel comfortable because obviously you want your home to be like as comfortable as it can be if you're mm-hmm. living in a big city. But like, yeah, yeah on the upshot, I think it's like the greatest city in the world. Like, I fucking love LA. It's great. Like, the weather is yeah, awesome amazing. here. There is so much fun <laughs> outdoor shit. You never run out of fun stuff to do. Everyone is so weird. It's great. <laughs> like, yeah, I love it. It's great. I think that, that just to like piggyback on all of that with like, uh, 
I think that the hardest part about people acclimating to LA, um, other than the loneliness, because it's a car centered mm-hmm. uh, area, mm-hmm. so many people are in their cars, um, is is finding your yes your neighborhood and really like saying this is the place where I want to live and tr- and really not settling on adjacency, but finding a space within there that you feel comfortable with. If you want to be able to walk to your market, find your coffee shop, find your people. It's how you're going to meet people and mm-hmm. uh, and really start to fall in love with the city. But you do have to know the one thing about LA is that you got to work for it. You can't walk down mm-hmm. the street and find all the great restaurants. You have to really do research and talk to people. And there's always new stuff popping up. But LA has so many secrets in little strip malls and behind little places and in, in weird, bizarre spots that it's it's hard to find that. But when you do, it's so rewarding and so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you've been thinking about it this long, it then seems just, like yeah, a, do it. a good... Yeah, it seems like something you should definitely give a shot. I mean, you can, you know, you can always go back if you want to, whatever. But I feel like, sounds like you'll probably regret it if you don't give it a try. Yeah. Um, give and it a yeah, shot. it's fucking so much fun here and... Do it. Just do it. Yeah, pop, into into my, pop into my store. Go to the comedy show. Say hi to us. You got friends. Yeah. 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 You Get please. yourself a new outfit at Haley's. Yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I can't believe I'm actually telling someone to move here. I mean, not that I would. I guess if you were asking about starting comedy here, I would have a different yeah. answer. But you're not. I'm like, so. it's not one person. We're telling thousands of people to move here. <laughs> <laughs> just don't not if you're starting comedy don't come here if you're starting comedy <laughs> yeah no. very specific start that over zoom that's where you start comedy um, well Haley, thank you so much for hanging out with us it's been so much fun thank you so much this is awesome you guys are so rad so fun to talk to a blast. You're the freaking best. I'm so glad we could have you on. <laughs> yeah, tell everybody where they can find your stuff online, where, you know, they can find you, all that. Uh, my label is called Haley Solar. That is my real name, H-A-L-E-Y-S-O-L-A-R. Um, on Instagram, a little bit on TikTok, although I'm, I'm a little too old for that. I'm not doing, not killing it. <laughs> uh, I've got two stores, Eagle Rock and Silver Lake, and then you can find me um, selling my, my wares at your local boutique. If uh, your local boutique doesn't have me, tell them to get me oh yeah hell yeah perfect thanks whoops sorry oh it's okay (laughs) thanks everybody we'll talk to you next week bye-bye bye Bye, guys three two three six but thirty it's six but thirty somewhere oh hi ladies uh i was just listening to the episode where tess was talking about how her underwear would be left sunny side up and it reminded me of what my mom used to do to us and so if we were leaning over or if we were, like, kind of leaning over a chair or leaning, leaning over a counter, my mom would come up and stick her butt against our butt and fart and then call it a fart transplant. You're welcome for that. Hey, ladies. I am just calling to say thank you all so much for accompanying me on many road trips and just, you know, commutes um, from and to work. Uh, I started listening in, I believe it was 2018 when I was going through, like, a really rough breakup, and I also, like, lost a lot of friends in that breakup, and so listening to you all just talk about, like, day-to-day things, whether they be big or small, just has helped me a lot through the years, and I fucking love just laughing. I love all the laughter that you all 
just naturally gives to so many of us. So thank you so much. Congratulations on 10 years, and I look forward to continuing listening to you all. Appreciate you. Much love. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker. Follow Lady to Lady on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, you can rate and review the show. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Lady to Lady merch.